Hey guys, uh, so I'm a big believer uh, in combining art and commerce together to make real innovation happen. Uh, and uh, in this episode, I sit down uh, with a person that embodies both of these worlds and does exactly that. She has a very innovative business that she runs. Uh, I have with me Ms. Monica Desai, who runs Artimately, which is basically a platform for artists to uh, earn out of the artwork that they present. It's 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 kind of like a uh, you know sort of modern day 21st century art gallery kind of concept. Uh, you'll get to know more about it in today's episode, uh, where we talk about, of course, entrepreneurship, art, uh, sustainability, and of course, electric vehicles, and a much much more than you know all of these things in between uh, so many more insights so many more you know experience to gain out of this amazing entrepreneur from gujarat uh, so i hope you enjoy it and share it with all your guju friends uh, uh, because i'm pretty sure they'll be interested in something uh, innovative uh, to run a business uh, so yeah go ahead and listen to this one and share it with your friends if you liked it you're listening to the driven differently audio experience a podcast hosted by Chirag Joshi, an Indian entrepreneur who hosts guests both from his industry of electric vehicles and sustainable mobility and people completely unrelated like artists and creators with the intention of getting as many people involved in the mission to upgrade humanity to sustainable ways of transportation, aka being driven differently. Uh, so anyway, let's begin with this show. Thank you so much, Monica, for joining me. Uh, today uh, we've been meaning to do this for a while I mean you know yeah, uh, yeah. but finally we can do this and I'm happy yes. so Monica why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the community who you are what you do and we'll start from there yeah yeah sure, sure firstly thank you so much for such a lovely uh, introduction um, hi guys my name is Monica and I'm an artist by heart and entrepreneur by profession so that's the short intro uh, towards the long intro, um, I'm an ICT engineer and I did my B.Tech from DIICT, Gandhinagar. And from there, I started off my career uh, by working with one of Asia's leading SaaS product companies, which is called Capillary Technologies. So that's where I, for around three and a half years, as a senior business analyst, and I mean, the amount of exposure that I got there was insane because, you know, after, just after the college, I went into this domain where everything was very new to me. And I mean, Capillary has this vibrant portfolio of, you know, over working with over three, 300 brands across, you know, 29 different countries. So for me, it's a great experience. And, you know, that was when I realized that I mean, no matter how good your product is, you really need a good marketing and sales strategy, you know. I mean, you should really develop that, that skill of yours. So, yeah, that was when I started developing my marketing muscle, my sales muscle. So I could use that into some artsy stuff later on. Because, you know, I, I always had that artist kida in me that, you know, I wanted to do something related to art. I don't know what, because I always had this thing that, you know, I'm not a great artist because I haven't invested that much into it, but maybe I can facilitate the whole process because, you know, when I was a kid, I mean, I started uh, painting and DIYing at the age of 10, 11 around, you know, 
so i wanted to become an artist when i grew up but my parents was like hmm how i going to earn you know i mean <laughs> artist was just theek hai but you know mm-hmm. what about the earning and all of that so i thought that maybe i couldn't follow my passion but i will make sure that others can do that so that was when artimately came into being you know so that was in 2017 So I mm-hmm. was uh, doing ultimately along with capillary, along with my nine to five job, and I was also doing digital marketing along with that. You know, so so that when I when I like just to try it out that you know to make to be very sure before I quit my job. So I did that for over a year, and I think in two thousand eighteen I finally decided that, that you know I want to pull the plug and like go full throttle with ultimately. So in eighteen, I just finally quit it, and since then it's been it's it's going to be two years now, you know. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's going good. <laughs> that's great. That's great. I mean that yeah. that that's awesome to hear. You know, like you took a very practical approach to pursue mm-hmm. your passion, right? Like a lot of people Correct. talk about, hey, you know, we want to pursue our passions. What should we do? Should we just quit our job today and just go? But right. I think the the part that you took is what I found really interesting. That you found out a bridge, which right. is a digital marketing. sort of stuff right. that you're doing which allowed right. you to then you know uh, right. uh, create artimately right. and today you know i think it's doing great right. uh, so that yeah. that that's amazing i like that you know <laughs> i think so th- there's a lesson to be learned that that hey if you want to shift from your 9 to 5 that you do not mm-hmm. like into something that you do right. like on a side mm-hmm. note right now 9 to 5 seems like a great option because we don't <laughs> have jobs out there so just stick to it <laughs> right on on a living <laughs> right a lot of people don't yeah. have jobs so i think uh, you know yeah. some of the conversation and the viewpoint that i would jo- normally have Can't really put it them out there because you know times have changed in a month or so. Right. Uh, but okay. yeah, uh, but but again, I, I I see a lot of people doing the jump even right now. Like I know a lady who's in KPMG and she's like, you know what, I'm just quitting. Uh, mm. I'm gonna figure out what I want to do. And I'm like, wow, mm. that's a bold move, right? Mm. Of course, she has some savings, but again, big move to uh, you know come yeah. out of a firm like KPMG mm. and not know what's the next step uh, right. and not a surety, right? So that, I mean, uh, people are thinking. I mean. Hmm. Yeah. yeah and i mean it's very scary you know because like a uh, few months down the line i was really scared you know even though i started uh, uh, the digital marketing agency as a side hustle and ultimately as a side project and then after one year i quit but still i mean managing without you know because in job you know that by end of end of the month you are going to get that salary and like you will be yeah. set But yeah. when you are like not, you, when you don't have a stable job, you don't know when when you are going to get the sec, the, the payment from clients and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's scary. I mean, so, it requires so, a lot of planning. Yeah. So as yeah. a as a as a person, were you always uh, like entrepreneurial? I know you're a Gujarati, so you know there's it's there somewhere <laughs> in there. But in uh, as a yeah, <laughs> as yeah. as a kid or as as a person in college, were you always entrepreneurial in some way? Um no actually no not at all okay. so mm-hmm. um i'll tell you something so when i when i joined capillary i had this i had this uh, life planned out for me that you know i'm going to stay here for around 5 years because it's a very promising company so you know i joined as an intern and then business analyst in your business analyst you know i'll become consultant and then switch mm-hmm. to a bigger firm consulting firm mm-hmm. and then do a mm-hmm. gmat probably and go abroad and study yeah. and stuff yeah so mm-hmm. i that was the whole plan you know but you know i mean why i turned to this because i'm passionate about art you know mm-hmm. and i follow a lot of leaders and you know like i, I draw in, inspiration from gary v elon musk and people like them so 
like they keep saying that you know if you if you want to do uh, like you know if you want to do, start a startup do it something which you love you know if you real mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. you are really passionate about which was sure. art so i opted for that and then i started building my entrepreneurial skills you know that okay chalo let's figure out what to do next and you know how to build yeah. my skills in general so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's great yeah. i mean that that's exactly uh, how i also i mean i mm-hmm. and of course entrepreneurship in these days seems like a really you know amazing thing to do that, that you can build startups from your homes and rooms seems great right. right but again you know i mean i would not have been i would not have the courage if i didn't love the field in which i was doing what i was doing right like i mean my Correct. field is you know sustainability uh, with electric vehicles and all of that so i find that fascinating and through that as a mechanism i learned things in terms of you know how right. do you become an entrepreneur how do you do xyz or you know right. just, i just figured it all out but the vehicle was my passion right i think that's the same for exactly. you as well yeah. so that's great exactly. so so exactly. if i if, so if <laughs> i have to put you in a tough spot so would you call yourself i mean you introduce yourself how do you introduce yourself to people do you would you like to be identified as an artist who is also an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur who has an sort of artsy uh, uh, sort of you know uh, vibe to them like how would you want to be identified <laughs> that's a really good question so like i i i think a lot about this thing you know that am i an artist or you know am i a business woman or you know just trying to build up a startup and stuff like that but i think uh, the core i am like at the core i am i am an artist and that skill i like to put in in the building of the community which is artimately because mm-hmm. we aspire we aim to become world's most artist friendly platform you know yeah. where because right now where we see because we keep doing market researches and what we have found out is that there are so many moderators in the field of art that charge around 70 to 80% of the commission you know and artists mm-hmm. get very like meager amount of of the whole chunk so yeah. i mean and that's not right and that that i am able to um um you know relate to that and feel for that is because i am an artist in the first place you know mm-hmm. so yeah so, i think i am an artist you know and yeah you, that makes sense if you're like makes that. sense <laughs> yeah that makes a lot of sense because i mean it, it it's no different than say a person who wants to start say a uh, you know i don't know a coding company you know you have to be a coder first in some way mm-hmm. to understand to build a coding yeah. platform for other people right i mean it's not necessary but it's great if you right. do have those skills right. and especially so in a creative field like art and you know uh, right. giving a, a platform to artists and stuff like that so i think that that's very true i think then that then you being an artist right. becomes your skill to build uh, your venture and which is great right like at the end of the day it's a skill so right. yeah i find that really right. fascinating so tell me I mean can you elaborate a little right. more about uh, how artim how exactly does artimately work and what is the genius of your platform that you don't have to charge or you charge zero commission from artists who sell through your platform tell t- tell me that because right. i think a lot of people can take away from that and i think a lot right. of people should build more stuff like these right so tell me about it right all right so um how as as i said you know we want to we aspire to become most artist friendly platform so our the whole business model around this thing is b to b to a so business to business and then we connect to the artist so the whole uh, the whole business model or the whole idea is that we charge the businesses you know for the services and then get the majority of the chunk give the majority of the chunk to the artists you know because mm-hmm. i feel that in the evolving um um market you know 
all the businesses be it ev yeah. sustainability or art or you know retail or anything you know they the the, the line is blurring i mean they want to mm-hmm. try different campaigns that are creative you know they want yeah. to try different things through which they can attract their customers you know per se mm-hmm. so i mean yeah. um you know that's where we we come into the play you know so we want to leverage yeah. all yeah. those opportunities and then provide it to the yeah can you elaborate on how yeah. your b2b right. works like 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 how is it what service do you provide to your the businesses and how does that turn into a very good revenue stream as well as a space for artists right. to put up there so can you elaborate on that piece but i think because i think that's a very right. important piece to understand sure sure so i'll i'll give you i'll give you an example i'll give you an example so in january uh, 2020 uh we uh inaugurated so we we partnered up with airbnb bangalore and we came up we come up with this place called artimately spaces it's called create don't hate mm-hmm. and it's located in kormangla bangalore so yeah. what there what we what we did is we uh there's this place where people where artists can come exhibit their work you know and we decorated the place in a way that you know it's it's around the staircase it's a four storied building and the exhibition is placed around the staircase so i mean mm-hmm. so for the for the people also who come there you know to to see the place and to stay there they can have a nice flight of stairs upstairs you know and they can have a look at the yeah. artworks and paintings and everything so in that yeah. what we did was you know we charge a very minimum amount to the artist you know and we take zero commission from them you know so mm-hmm. basically artist can you know bring their potential customers invite them to this exhibition space yeah. and just you know mm-hmm. sell their work there and exhibit their work there yeah. since there's no like yeah, the, yeah. we are not charging any commission for that so it's just a mm-hmm. benefit for them you know yeah. and that's rare yeah. because you know whenever when i did uh, so we were coming up with the pricing model and you know the strategy that how should we price it and you know work around that so i did a basic research which turned mm-hmm. out that all the big art galleries in bangalore and in mumbai and delhi also for that matter they charge around 15 to 30% of commission you know on all the artworks mm-hmm. that get sold from their art galleries yeah so which is a big mm-hmm. amount i feel you know why should they charge commission you know just to exhibit their work i mean yeah. it's just not fair i feel so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> True, true, so this true. is one, one. I like that business model. I mean, you know, in a sense, you're like a virtual different. art gallery. You know, space that you want right. can become an art gallery. Uh, that you know, your mm-hmm. artists can sort of put up their thing on. Uh, right. So I find that really uh, fascinating. So right. I mean, just to right. and if right. people aren't you know getting it, just mm-hmm. to simplify it. So what ultimately does? I, I'm sorry. Can you hear me, Monica? You can yes, hear me, right? Yes, yeah. Can. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. So just to sum it up, so Hello. the so your yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so just to sum it up, so your your business model, <laughs> you tie up with a you tie up with a co-working space, you tie up with offices, and you know you beautify one wall right. one wall of theirs, and you make it into a rotating artwork right. where you know every three to six months these art pieces change, right. and these art pieces are basically of right. artists who are on your platform. Right. So that way you charge right. the businesses, you know, exactly. whose walls you're taking up. Uh, for the services you mm. provide in terms of beautifying right. their walls and making it more right. attractive, uh, and uh, that allows you to not charge anything to your artists who are in your platforms, which is a great business model. You know, when I heard it, I was just blown right. away. I'm like, 
wow that's amazing i mean i'm so surprised that right. people aren't doing this you know this the, i mean there's so many people out there doing a lot I mean, of work in so art so that's that's very good to you for doing <laughs> yeah right good to you for doing all of this this is great <laughs> thank you so uh, so, so just so to add you, a bit to did it did this you know? yeah 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 go on go on yeah so i mean this is one vertical you know that we do for ultimately there's this uh, the other things that we do is online contests you know so in yeah. like last to last year we had uh, a plan with himalaya that you know we we are going to launch an online plat- uh, online contest for the newly launched products so that is one vertical mm-hmm. you know the other is conduct mm-hmm. uh, corporate workshops um we, yeah. we so people if they want to just get their wall painted and stuff we connect artists to them mm-hmm. you know to so say things like that so yeah. there are different different revenue streams that we have carved out mm-hmm. for artists you know so we we find the opportunity yeah. we connect the artist to the opportunity and yeah that's it yeah mm. <laughs> that's great that's great so as ultimately are you uh, the yeah. only woman running the show or do you have a lot of people on your team as well right now Okay so I am a co-founder uh there's one more guy he's his name is Pavan Dakshini so he's the other co-founder and okay. then we are team of seven people you know uh my team mm-hmm. is uh like remotely based we work from our respective okay. places and manage the whole community mm-hmm. <laughs> Great great right. that's great so I've I've heard you have 10000 people on your platform which is huge which is massive you know and I hope Uh, you guys scale up to yes. uh, i hope a lot of other people right now <laughs> you. you know in this quarantine times people's creativity is being unleashed so i hope Thank ultimately becomes a platform for that right uh, so that's great so right. i think uh, i right now is the time to right. dive into the segment uh, that i told you about so uh, i've shared typically i would have just you know thrown my right. phone towards you if you were sitting together and i would told you hey you know just choose right. a bunch of posts but, but because <laughs> we're doing this virtually i sent you 10 posts and right. you know you selected two of them which i have not known at all so why don't you go ahead and share those posts with me right now one right. by one and then we'll go ahead with you know yeah. what are these posts and what are they about and all of that so yeah i'm waiting yeah okay i'm sending you the first one it's it's actually the meme yes. you know where hulk is like you know the resources that oh. they are okay 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 so, yeah yes, that's yes, the first yes. one yeah i've got it uh this is a great uh, meme that i came across uh, and i always like to do memes you know because they're fun they're engaging and they put out the message in a really uh, small and crisp way and uh, that's what i like about meme culture you know and that's what the whole thing about this show you know we want to blend in sustainability and sustainable mobility with pop culture and you know make it interesting for people to talk about so anyway in this post uh, uh, right. you know so what i wanted right. to highlight was so right. the electric vehicle industry if you see it it's mostly led by startups i mean tesla was a startup that started the whole thing right so globally in the mm-hmm. indian context there's uh, ather mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. that kick started sort of kick started the whole game in india which is based out of bangalore and they're based out of indranagar mm-hmm. i mean their scooters are breathtaking mm-hmm. you should absolutely check right. them out when you come over to bangalore once this, wow. uh, this, mm-hmm. this whole thing is yeah, over yeah. so 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 it's it's only startup that seem to sort of kick off the race that seem to embrace it that seem to change it and the bigger companies the marutis the mm-hmm. hondas of the world and all of these indian big wigs mm-hmm. uh, they seem to be a little on the back foot and not really excited about it not really proactive about it uh, and that's ironical because these are the guys who have big pockets and big money to actually do it and make it happen and lead the way and take those losses so which was weird 
so the i mean in the in the meme that you see is you know hulk is basically the big auto companies and then uh, antman there is the tiny ev industry <laughs> and uh, and and those two tacos are what are the resources that they allocate to that tiny industry so which means that you know they aren't going all in on the ev industry and that's exactly. the reason why uh, electric vehicle startups are the ones leading the way forward and that's across the board in the in the in the world yes toyotas and of the world and all these big companies globally are catching up to it but still very so slow and the reason for that is that you know these big yeah. companies yeah. they already have money put into the distribution pipeline say 2 3 years from today right because you know their their products right. are in the timeline their you know services right. the auto companies I and mean, so many other factors right so the money is already put in so it's 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 a much bigger risk for them to take that money out from a place that they know will make them profits mm-hmm. and put it mm-hmm. in a place where it may or may not mm-hmm. put you know get the mm-hmm. profits that they want in the mm-hmm. immediate uh, mm-hmm. period and also the ev right. industry is much smaller than their yearly mm-hmm. revenues right now so uh, for some of these big companies so it's a gamble right mm-hmm. so it's much harder for them to uh, do it but that's no excuse you know i mean it's tough for everyone right. and that's the beauty of this time we're going yeah. through for the first time yeah. in history it doesn't matter if you're a big company or a small company the playing field is field is leveled for everyone uh, and that's why you know exactly. people like me can just come in and exactly. you know maybe do some stuff so that's the reason that, that's the reason it's so exciting for me yeah. to come here and be a part of this industry so yeah, yeah that yeah. that's what this meme was all about yeah lovely i mean i would like to add something to that you know what you yeah. uh, said makes total sense because i think in um last year only uh, in july 2019 um, elon musk appointed a meme maker as the ha- head of <laughs> tesla's uh, social media handles you know and <laughs> i mean yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like it makes sense i mean marketing marketing to the younger audience is is a fine art you know and yeah absolutely I mean, absolutely that is is very important absolutely people, absolutely we, and we all are of- very like authentic sort of a content yeah 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 true true go on yeah yeah go ahead no 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 continue please so i mean yeah it's, okay. it's very important so i think that's where elon musk so i was reading one article uh, the other day where it said that uh, uh, when when whenever people talk about evs in general you know uh, tesla is the most uh described name when it comes to evs whereas like i mean mm-hmm. tesla is not the largest producer of ev if i'm not mistaken you know it's it's i think renault if you can oh, correct no, me on that oh no it is it is right but now it is weird i mean but what largest Elon producer Mark... right 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 yeah correct correct you know so it's it's interesting i mean the era which we live, live in it's, it's just nice yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly i mean yeah. one 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 thing you need to know about tesla and their marketing efforts is that tesla does not spend uh, in fact tesla does not mm-hmm. even have a marketing team in some way you know uh, so they do not put regular ads they do not they do right. not spend on marketing at all like mm-hmm. very less super less you know they don't run ads right. on tvs or on the internet or anywhere all they do is you know so the, the genius of their marketing is a elon musk okay because he's such a you know crowd puller i mean mm-hmm. everyone likes him everyone loves him everyone looks up to him so he uh-huh. uh, brings yeah. in a lot of crowd and the second is right. is the way in which the products are you know the right. products speak for themselves i mean everyone who has a tesla wants to show it off on yeah. social media right yeah. its features its so that's where the company focuses and i'll tell you yes. one good incident yes. uh, so tesla last year launched the cyber truck 
it's their first suv mm-hmm. electric suv and uh, so there was mm-hmm. an instance uh, in yeah, the yeah, yeah. in the in the whole presentation where elon musk was trying to show how strong their uh, glass is you know the window glass and he throws like a metal ball at it and it breaks you know uh, yeah, and everyone's yeah. like oh damn it i mean yeah. like you know it's a flop in a way right, right. because you're trying to show this thing and it cracks <laughs> and it, then he does the same thing for mm-hmm. another window and cracks too so right. that that it, it this whole thing lasted less than 2 minutes but believe it or not that single instance made it a mm. talking point across the globe you know so it gathered huge publicity without tesla having mm. to spend a penny because okay. every article okay. was talking about oh damn tesla's uh, yeah. you know whatever went bust this that and the and the okay. other thing so it i mean that's how they function that's <laughs> that's the genius so they you know they get uh, right. media attention not by paying for it but by getting it very naturally so i mean that's the genius of the company right. so yeah right. that's 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 what this exactly. whole thing is all about so let's let's move into the second post okay so in this uh, i mean as you can see you know i mean there's uh, an amazon parcel being delivered on your doorstep and on the other end you know it's being delivered in the boot of your car so what this is is basically uh, it's testament to the uh, i'm sorry it's testament to the times that we're living in and right now that the time that we're living in <clears throat> oh wow <clears throat> my throat is a little <clears throat> okay <laughs> so the times that we're living in uh, our cars our vehicles are so much more connected to the internet than ever before you know so that means you know so there's a lot of stuff that can be done with software capabilities so one of the thing that can be done is you know the boot space of a lot of cars is a big space you know it's usually empty also so that's a place right. where uh, you know a lot of things right. can be done parcels can be put in parcels can be taken away a lot of things can be done and uh, it's mm-hmm. it's through smart technology so mm-hmm. there's a company that uh, and and amazon's trying to do mm-hmm. this you know what so what they're trying to do is you know they're trying to take advantage mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. and any car that has the capability of being connected to the internet so say mm-hmm. i'm a amazon delivery person and i come up and mm-hmm. you know you can you as a user can choose mm-hmm. to uh, drop your parcel in the boot of your car so you can give me a limited time access to only your boot so i can mm-hmm. only access your boot and not the entire car mm-hmm. so i can just go ahead and place the parcel and then move away oh, of course okay. there's a lot of security reasons okay. if it's a hatchback or if you know in a sedan mm-hmm. i of course it works but if it's a hatchback mm-hmm. you can literally get into the car through the boot mm-hmm. right so a lot of stuff mm-hmm. like that but i'm not sure uh, to what extent is it being used but it's definitely uh, a practical solution that they're uh, trying to pilot with so that's what mm-hmm. i found very amazing and you know the car has become more than just a mode of commute it has become a center of a lot of mm-hmm. our digital lives you know uh, amazon included music a lot of car repairing so the car is you know so going forward the uh, the vehicle in which we're going to travel is going to do much more than just travel us from point a to point b it's going to act as a sort of it's going to act more like our mobiles you know mm-hmm. that sort of evolved more than just a device to call on you know you can do so many things with the mobile uh, that's 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 what that's exactly yeah. what's going to happen yeah. with our cars yeah. as well and, and with mobility in general and that's why i always mm-hmm. like to draw parallels between the mobility industry mm-hmm. and the revolution that we're going through right now and the computer revolution or the smartphone revolution because it's it's, it's very mm-hmm. parallel it's it's gigantic leaps yeah. from an existing industry and it's mm-hmm. going to completely change the way we travel mm-hmm. forever so yeah that's what i wanted to highlight through this post and you know i tried yeah. to highlight it uh, to the best of my creativity just... uh, so yeah i'd love to hear what do you think about it you know <laughs> would you represent it differently 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no. What you said is amazing. You know, it's and I, I like the fact that you know you are drawing parallels between the mobility industry and you know the the computerized, the digitalized world. So, I mean, yeah. and this sort of content is very interesting because when I looked at all the posts, we we normally we skim through stuff. You know, we don't really read it. So this was one thing that really attracted me, and I was like, okay, hmm, interesting. Let's let's have a look, mm. you know. And then I read the caption and yeah. the details that you've mentioned there. So it's good. I mean, the way you're representing things is very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, that's the aim, you know. The aim is to because I know, you know, these are all very uh, core, very heavy sort of tech sort of information, and you know, people don't really mm. like to uh, discuss about it or even talk about it. so it becomes my responsibility because right. i'm so passionate about it and in some way i'm also at right. heart an art lover a creativity lover i'm a creative kind of guy you know I'm not completely sort of you know a math kind of person and i'm i'm very mm-hmm. creative and artistic at least i like to believe right. so i have zero skills in creativity but i try my best <laughs> so so you know that's that's when i find right. it increasingly important to uh, you know summarize all of these things that i read that i have interest in and then represent it in a way that might be interesting to someone like you who has no relation with this industry and mm-hmm. maybe engage in a conversation that we currently do so that's my Correct. primary aim Correct. to engage in conversation you know so maybe after this Correct. video that we did today you know you're going to go back home and sleep oh. and you know maybe think about it maybe not think about it maybe talk to your friends about it so that's when the conversation sort of you know network starts spreading and that's my aim that's all you know i don't care how many views i get i don't right. care how many likes followers right. it doesn't matter right. what matters is these conversations right. that move forward so i always yeah, love yeah. doing that yeah. so uh, th- that's what it is you know so i'd like to know uh, you know if if you as a person uh, in any way uh, uh, sort of uh, you know do something about sustainability or you know uh, try to work towards it try to propagate the message is there anything you do around sustainability in your own life um yeah yeah definitely i mean i feel uh, it is need of the hour you know and um i i i just feel that the main problem with us is that we we have this uh, thinking that you know somebody else will take care of it and that is very mm-hmm. wrong in a way so what i try to mm-hmm. do is i i try to control do the waste management sort of thing so i am a diy uh, mixed media artist so uh, what okay. i what i try to do is all the plastic which is you know which lies around in the house i try to make something out of mm-hmm. it you know in some artsy manner so so that you know there's yeah. less wastage you know in in general and mm-hmm. also there was yeah. this conference last year uh, that we attended it was a high global leaders program and we were invited there to you know uh, take a mini workshop for all the the in the, the leaders you know all the ceos and cxo sort of a sort of level people so there also it's a three day pro it was a three day program so there they were using this tiny tiny plastic bottles you know for water and you wouldn't believe it i mean it was just a three day thing but the wastage was massive you know i mean the mm-hmm. plastic wastage so what mm-hmm. we did was we used those plastic bottles and we you know we incorporate that in our uh, uh, the workshop the session that we took yeah. so like yeah. you know i we always try to make sure that you know we contribute in one way or the other yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yep yeah exactly i mean that's the reason i like that's the reason this show even exists uh i mean that's the reason the show even exists you know because it's, it's people like you it's people you know who are into the creative field who are artists who are musicians who are actors i don't know you know it's you people who take a 
very deep look into society and and the way humans be, have been living and try to change it and try to challenge it as well right so uh, that's what i love doing because in my interactions with mm-hmm. a lot of the creative people i understood okay you know these are the people who care the most mm-hmm. so i think these are the people mm-hmm. i want to involve in my mission as well right, right. and 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 guess what who's who are the people who have the most audiences you know mm-hmm. i mean you have uh, you know i don't know how many how many followers do you have on instagram 78k somewhere around that mark right yeah so i mean a lot of people uh, like you are But the I ones who have yes. uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so a lot of people like you have mm-hmm. the most amount of following as well. So you have the tools to also propagate a message that you so believe mm-hmm. in. So I thought, you know what? I think it makes a hundred percent sense to get people like you involved, and that's why I love doing this. You know, and and while you were saying, I just got an idea. Maybe you know, like what? I mean, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, or correct me. Tell me if there are people doing this. So what if you know all these events that are being organized? Of course, you know now there are going to be less and less events being organized. But you know concerts, music concerts, and uh, whatever EDM concerts, and all these guys, you know, again creative folks. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people go there. A lot of lot of people go there, and they create all kinds of waste. You know. So is there? I mean, just like to the point of a bottle cap thing, and a lot of bottles are being used in these concerts. So what? I mean, what if uh, an organization, a creative organization, could go? take the waste from there and create beautiful art pieces out of it and then sell it you know uh, so that could become a really interesting way of uh, you know making the best use of waste created in a creative space and then also creatively using that waste to then sell it to people don't you think something like this would be great uh i think i lost you in the between oh okay um, yeah so, yeah yeah so well, well, i mean how much did you hear me yeah Um so you were getting to your question I Okay mean, okay so the question is basically you said that you know maybe or- Yeah so the question is that you know uh, imagine these huge concerts that are organized by musicians or dancers or whoever you know mm-hmm. and a lot of waste is generated mainly plastic mm-hmm. waste because of water and water bottles and caps and stuff like that so mm-hmm. to the point that you were saying that you know you you made interesting mm-hmm. use of bottle caps so what if if there was an organization right. like this that only right. uh, partnered up with uh, events and told them that hey any waste that you generate please give it to us we're the guys who make interesting stuff out of this waste and then sell it to people right. uh, so you know don't you think that would be a very amazing way to uh, right. reuse that waste what are your thoughts on it i mean totally you know because um i think uh, this year only in the beginning i attended uh, uh, one art festival and there they had sculptures made just with plastic bottles you know and it was so beautiful i mean at first glance i couldn't even figure out that those are plastic bottles because they had painted mm. it and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's there's there is an opportunity there where people can mm-hmm. actually you know uh, take take like use those plastic waste and then mold it into something beautiful so yeah yeah exactly yeah. In yeah, fact, I'm I mean, going to think the... about this. You know, after this. Awesome, yeah, great. Mission. I hope. I hope something <laughs> good comes out of it. You know. So I mean, that's what I mean. <laughs> these things just keep roaming around in my head, and yeah, honestly, I think yeah. it's a, it's a matter of effort. You know, I don't even think it's like tough to do all of this. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of effort, putting in the effort to make all this yeah. happen. Okay, I'm going to head to my last question now. Yeah. Okay, it's about your your commute right. behavior. So please tell me how mm-hmm. was it that you traveled to and fro from work mm-hmm. or anywhere. uh wherever you stayed like how how what was your commute pattern like you know tell me before covid 19 um <laughs> of course so normally i take i either walk you know 
because it's it's very close to the place where i live you know and mm-hmm. um but i i would like to uh, tell you one incident so i i go to gym you know after my mm-hmm. uh, after my work is done and stuff so it's it's very close to my place again because that's the golden rule of bangalore that you know yeah. all the places should be in your vicinity yeah. otherwise it's very difficult to travel yeah. so anyway but so what i used to do is every day i used to walk for around 3 kilometers you know to to go to the gym but after a point i started feeling a mild headache you know and mm-hmm. it was i mean i couldn't figure out in the beginning that what is exactly happening but mm-hmm. you know when it persisted i figured out that you know probably the quality of air is so bad that it's affecting mm-hmm. me you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i mean hsr is not even very a polluted area in general yeah. like it's yeah. not very polluted when it comes to like traffic congestion and all of that mm-hmm. so, and still i'm getting that symptoms and i'm feeling the headache and stuff it, it was very bad so the next mm-hmm. day i thought that you know maybe let me take auto you know to avoid that but you know yeah. you get it this is a vicious cycle that yeah, comes exactly, into the exactly. play like to exactly. avoid the air pollution taking an auto <laughs> and creating more pollution yeah yeah but yeah. you know but i then bought True. a mask and then i used to walk <laughs> true, true, true. Well, that makes sense. Of course, of course. I mean, yeah. that that's exactly yeah. the vicious cycle that you want to break. You know, like uh, I mean, we can afford these auto rickshaws and these bikes and cars, and yeah. you know, just just. I mean, so it's a. I mean, I find it so weird that you know, uh, the the reaction of most rich people towards pollution is that hey, let's buy a car that you know, and let's turn on an AC and create build a filter into yeah. the car that doesn't. put pollution into our car and we can breathe easy air while they're polluting exactly. that's the worst thing that i can imagine you know exactly. so uh, yeah it's weird so we i mean that's the thing uh, yeah, that's yeah. the reason vehicles have such a high I role to play it's the ostrich mentality you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so that that's what right. we're trying to combat right. so monica so i want to ask uh, <laughs> what what how is your commute hmm. behavior going to change after covid 19 Uh, uh you know uh, what are the things that are going to change from your end while you mm. commute to anywhere i mean it shouldn't be just work i mean weekend travels whatever so how is it uh, do you think your individual commute behavior is going to change once this whole lockdown ends and once you're sort of back to normal life hmm 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 um so i am like i normally love to walk you know in general and what i try to do is i try to incorporate that in my daily habit you know so i've like after that episode i bought a mask for myself you know that probably mm-hmm. i could wear that mask and then walk you know yeah. so i really like that and i'm also a big advocate of using public transportation um mm-hmm. i feel i mean if you are going in the same direction and you know if like if you can save on lot of cars yeah. and vehicles you know mm-hmm. why not i mean mm-hmm. better use the public public transportation so yeah, yeah i mean so don't you think i mean like that's what i mean that would have been a great that would have been a great solution of using public transportation before the covid-19 situation but now public transportation COVID, in itself has yeah, become a yeah. place where you might not want to put yourself into because there's a lot of people a lot of hands touching here and there yeah. so that's that's yeah. what i want to ask you know if if not yeah. public transportation that's not an yeah. option yeah. what is it how is it how is it that you're going to travel mm-hmm. so that that's the mm-hmm. question hmm hmm interesting so um so for example in bangalore there's this i mean you know about ulu right you must you have yeah, yeah. had the yep, conversation yep. with the ceo also i saw <laughs> so ulu is ulu is something amazing you know um it you you can quickly hop on 
the vehicle and you know just drive around and you can yeah. travel to longer distances also using Yulu. Yeah. So that's the good yes, thing. Yes. You know, so probably awesome. I'll, I'll you know resort to Yulu or walk and you know nothing <laughs> works out. Maybe auto, but I'll avoid that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> No, no, it's yeah. okay. It's completely fine. I mean, like, I mean, just because you're on my channel, you don't have to, like, you know, be guilty of yeah. using auto rickshaws. I have a Dio no, no, no. that definitely pollutes. Okay, so I'm not. So, so the whole challenge here is to, you know, overthrow this current system <laughs> that forces us to bank on these polluting assets. Uh, but so don't feel guilty about it. I don't. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's great. That's a, that's exactly what people no, will no, no. do. I, I feel guilty in general, you know, because right. Yeah, go on, right, go on. Right. <laughs> I mean, I I feel guilty in general with all the pollution that we are creating, you know. And Great. you know, okay. I wanted to ask you also about this. That hmm. how do you think people are going to change their uh, mentality, you know, or change their habits after like post COVID? Because with what okay. has happened due to the pandemic, you know, people have seen that how things can. can go hmm. like really grave and how things can go very bad if we don't take care of you know about of the environment or like things in general so like do you think there's yeah. going to be a change in mindset or like people will be back to uh, normal yeah yeah, yeah good 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 question so actually uh, i mean if you talk about transportation in general see uh, it, it's it's a weird thing that's going to happen post covid now you know that uh, public transportation and places where there are more people involved in a single unit are going to be places you don't want to enter because it's a question of uh, health and life potentially right so i mean i wouldn't advocate anyone and i wouldn't mm-hmm. i definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. judge someone who will say that hey you know nope i'm not going to uh, you know take a metro or a bus to wherever go i'm going to bank on my personal uh, sort of vehicle and that's exactly what's going to happen right now for some time and exactly so this is like yulu or your personal transportation is is what majority of the people are going to bank on and those people right. who did not have any personal transportation as such uh, you know and were using buses and metros to travel i think these are the people who are going to bank on something like bicycles so i mean this is sort of some some sort of like a prediction i'm making that hey bicycling actually might increase because you know mm. a daily wage worker really doesn't have the money to go buy a bike right but he does money right. to buy a cycle 4 5k cycle right. right so i think right. uh, i'm right. guessing in some way cycling could come back for because of that mm-hmm. reason uh, because they wouldn't want to put their lives on risk so that mm-hmm. that that that's what i think and uh, yeah you're you're on the right yep. track you know yulu and that's exactly what's going to boom and in fact i'm going to be on a panel with yulu uh, uh, tomorrow at 4 from 4 to 5 and discussing similar things wow. uh, yeah. and uh, this is this is exactly what i've uh, uh, told them as well that you know your services are going to be used the most that's great <laughs> thank you so much so monica right. thank you so much for being a part of the uh, episode 18 and the first virtual cj show uh, i mean i love <laughs> the conversation i hope you enjoyed you know and uh, thank yeah. you so much for being a part of it thank you so much for inviting me and i mean i had real fun you know talking with you and it was nice and i would like to depart on a very simple note i mean what you are doing is great and you know what is art art is something that can stir emotion that can start mm-hmm. a conversation yep and you are Absolutely. in the you are on the right track you know that's so great all the thank you so much more to you. <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much to you guys for watching this video and uh, i hope you got something amazing from this uh, video that i did 
and yeah more more to come more videos like this to come check out ultimately if you're an artist and refer it to your art friends thank you so much and i'll see you guys in the next video bye bye and be driven differently